Hello, everyone, and welcome to Super Deluxe Gamecast After Hours, and it's been about, what, a little over a month? No, actually, what, how long has it been since Animal Crossing released? I've lost uh, all concept of time. Well, I, what, yeah, I was, what I was just telling you, John, it's been two years. Yeah, it has. It, it's Jeff, yeah, it's been years since we've spoken about Animal Crossing New Horizons, which released a little over a month ago. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and a lot, has cha- a lot has changed in the game, and a lot has stayed the same. Uh, and now that we are uh, a month uh, outside of release, a lot of opinions have changed, some for the better, some for the worse. Uh, and I think a lot of people who are not used to Animal Crossing at this point or have not played an Animal Crossing game before uh, weren't prepared for the style of game this is. Uh, and I thought it might be nice to get together and have a little discussion about our feelings on Animal Crossing uh, New Horizons after a month has passed. So uh, I have Rebecca Valentine here. Rebecca, hello. Hey, what's up? Yeah. And, uh, and Jeff, Animal Crossing is good. And uh, and Jeff, Jeff, I've missed you. It's been years since we've spoken. <laughs> good morning. I'm awake. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> For anybody listening, it has not been years since Jeff and I have, uh, have spoken. Uh, so Animal Crossing a month out. Um, uh, first of all, Reb, how many hours do you have in Animal Crossing at this point? Wow, that is a really good question. Um, the last time I checked, which was over a week ago, I had 150. I am sure. I, I probably, honestly, I'm probably at 200 plus at this point. Oh wow! Like I, I, I play this game literally. I play this game literally every day since it came out. Um, it's like it's part of my morning routine as I get up first thing and I sit down and I play. I play like at least an hour of Animal Crossing in the morning, and I will. I will do, I will talk to all my townies. I will go shopping. I will water my plants. I will, you know, I'll probably collect like a few resources. I'll do the money rock and the money tree. I'll just sort of check around the town and see what's changed. Um, and then I'll, I'll stop. And if it's like the weekend or if it's a day that, you know, I have time or whatever in the evening, I'll usually come back and like, you know, do something else in the evening, like actually fish or catch bugs or whatever. But I don't do that every day. I, I have not played like any other game in this time. I'm just playing it. And uh, and Jeff, what about you, man? How many uh, how many hours are you into Animal Crossing right now? Uh, the Switch says seventy, which is like a lot for me because it <laughs> usually takes me longer to put that much time into a game. I've I've left yeah. it like on, just running in the background. I would say, realistically, I'm probably at like fifty or sixty hours or something like that. So still a a good chunk of time for me. Yeah. That's I've, by I've far my most played Switch have, game. Jeff. I've left it running yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I need to check my time. I want to say I'm around seventy or eighty hours myself. Um, I and I, what I did was what I think a lot of people did was play seven, eight hours a day, trying to get my island up to the point where where KK would show up. Uh, and now that that is done, I, I usually log in for about an hour a day, every other day, and you know I'll water my flowers, I'll check turnip prices, um, I'll run around the island and shake trees to see if any furniture or toilets fall out of them. Uh, and of course I'm still always on the chase for that ever elusive ironwood dresser, uh, so I can make, uh, so I can finish my kitchen. Uh, I can't, I've got everything I've, uh, ironwood dresser, man. Um, but what's interesting is I have seen a lot of sentiment on social media. Oh, Reb, that's such a cute cat. Uh, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen a lot of sentiment on social media, uh, particularly from, uh, individuals whose whose gateway into Animal Crossing is New Horizons, who have said, okay, now what do I do? Uh, And kind of getting frustrated with 
uh, the weight in the game because for anybody who's not familiar with Animal Crossing, uh, this game works in real time. Like like you, if if you're waiting for something to happen happen at night, you have to wait until the clock turns seven o'clock in the real world, uh, and then you know the sun sets on your island, and you know you can you know if there's a meteor shower, that's when you do that. And I and I feel like that is starting to grind some people's gears. For individuals like us, we knew that that was going to be the case. But Reb, um, have you seen a lot of that on on social media? People starting to get frustrated with the way the game is 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 structured. I don't as much as you but i i mean i have seen that there's been like some articles um out about it i think i think there's like a couple things going on here right like one of those is the fact that this launched th- this did launch when it did like it launched in the middle of um you know a lockdown um, imposed by COVID 19 um and so i think i think one there were a lot of people i mean a lot of people were going to buy this game anyway i think a lot of people picked up this game that would not, not otherwise have picked it up or who, who were skeptical about it because they saw everyone else doing it and you know kind of had like some fear of missing out or were just curious and wanted to try something new which is great um and then i think also the fact that people weren't able to go anywhere kind of forced people to burn burn through uh, the cat just walked by again um to burn through the i say the early hours but really you know it is about you know 50 60 hours of gameplay depending on how you do it um but all, all of that they burn through that very very quickly so Project K and, uh, you know, getting all of those villagers in your town and kind of hitting those big major, like, early game milestones, or not early game milestones, but hitting, hitting those major milestones um, is something that I think the game was designed to let you do over the course of, like, you know, a month, you know, just, just like a longer period of time. And I'm seeing people who are playing that way who are just finishing Project K now, and they're having a really good time, and they're really excited and then you, the people who pl- play like I do, who play, who love Animal Crossing and were always going to play like obsessively, like I was always going to burn through and get Project K, but I know myself and I know that like in New Leaf, I love the long end game. I love like, like hopping in every day and watering my flowers and talking to everybody and just kind of having that slow day-to-day pace. But there's a group of people who both burn through all that content really quickly, but were not expecting it to kind of, you know, just slow down because that is the game. The game is supposed to be a slow game. They weren't expecting that. And so, yep. yeah, now I think, I think they're kind of confused. And honestly, though, the, like, that's okay. Like, it's okay if they fall off the game here, right? Because, like, a few things are going to happen. One, they already put in presumably, like, 60, 70 hours into the game. And so, I mean, presumably got their money's worth. I don't know. I'm sorry they did it so fast, but that's still a lot of hours for a game. Um, but then right. also, like, they're, they're implementing these seasonal events, right? So we had, we had uh, Bunny Day, which I have my own opinions on why that was. Oh, we're going to get into Bunny Day. Uh, Bunny, Day <laughs> Bunny Day was no good. Um, but you know, so right now we got the Earth Day event, and we have a whole bunch of other stuff coming up. There's like going to be the wedding season stuff. Um, there's there's just a whole bunch of events kind of coming down the pipeline that we've seen already, and that's going to be going all year round. And so there's there's kind of a reason, even if you check out for a while, to sort of pop back in and be like, okay, there's a new thing that I can I can go through, and hopefully they're slowing down a little bit now. Well, and, and that's kind of one of the things I love about Animal Crossing is that it's a game that will wait for you. You know, like like there is no need to grind. There's no need to rush. Like like you'll you'll get it done eventually uh, because for a lot of the stuff uh, that you're trying to accomplish on the island, you've got to wait anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is nothing wrong with, for example, uh, expanding your house and then turning the game off for a day and then coming back, uh, coming back the next day and it'll be done because that's when it's going to be done. Unless you want to get into your switch and, and, and do a time leap, which I, I personally don't do. Um, but Jeff, like going into this, we knew like, like people who are familiar with the franchise knew that this is a game that is meant to be played basically all year because the seasons change. Uh, there's, there's different events that happen corresponding to the real world. 
Uh, and for a lot of people who are not familiar with the with the franchise and bought Animal Crossing because everybody is kind of stuck indoors right now, um, do you think that that is going because like eventually there's going to be another Animal Crossing game? Do you think that this is going to cause those people to fall off of it because it's not exactly what they expected? Mm, I don't think so. I mean, I think if they enjoyed what they played of it, uh, you know, even if they're feeling a little burnt right now, I think the excitement of the new one and the feelings they had with this in those first 50 hours will come back and people are impulsive. I think, I, I mean, it, yeah, it like you're not going to see in this. It may not do the next Animal Crossing may not sell what this one did just because of the circumstances around it. But no, like there's not going to be uh, a significant. I, I think most people who play this and enjoyed it, however fast they burn through it, um, I think most of them will be back next time. And that's I mean, that's valid. Like you can't you can't have 200 hours of goal-oriented curated content, right? Like, and if you did, it probably wouldn't be very good. So, I mean, it's normal. Like, what a normal game is like, what, 20 to 30 hours? And easily right. you'd play that much in Animal Crossing before you reach the, uh, you know, quote, end game. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's unrealistic to expect a an evergreen game like this designed to be played all year round to constantly have uh, um, handcrafted, you know, directives for you to do and stuff like that and i think they've done a, a pretty good job i got my some other quibbles with the game aside from that but th that's definitely not one of the problems that i would think of i i actually i really love uh logging in to my island in the morning and having uh isabel tell me there's no news today there's nothing <laughs> happening like because i'm like okay great i can run around the island i can do whatever i want I can, uh, I am bound by nothing. And I think that for me is one of the best things about New Horizons is especially in the, uh, you know, uh, considering everything that's happening in the world around us right now, everything seems to be, you know, going really just happening at a, you know, at, at, a, at different sorts of rates and everybody's exhausted. I think it's nice to just be able to sit down and play a game that has no expectations of you other than enjoy yourself. Um, Reb, do you think that the so Animal Crossing has sold a lot? Like it's, I think what what was it like the 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 biggest launch for the Switch? Oh um, geez, yeah, I'd have to go back and pull up those numbers so that I it was it was what it was, but yeah, it, it was, was it broke a bunch the, of records. For sure. Yeah, it was the I think third biggest launch for the Switch, um, right behind or sorry, biggest launch for the Switch, third biggest launch ever for a Nintendo game, behind That's only wild. two Smash Bros games. Um, bigger launch than any Mario or Zelda, and for the year for 2020, it's only behind Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. For six. so, that's 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 wild. Reb, do you think that? What do you think is what do you think is is the proportion between people who were genuinely excited about Animal Crossing because hey, we're Animal Crossing fans and we always have been, and people who were like, the world is on fire right now, and everybody has told me that this is the game that we need, and so I'm gonna buy it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let a number that I, I do actually remember because I, I feel like I have to throw it at literally everybody when they ask me similar questions for this. Um, Animal Crossing New Leaf sold 12 million copies, guys. Uh, that game was I I'm pretty sure I'd, I'd have to pull it up. I think it was either the best selling or one of the best selling titles on the Nintendo 3DS. There is a huge audience for Animal Crossing. Actually, yeah. no, I'm just gonna throw this out here. So Animal Crossing New Leaf and I I. I can't remember where I'm pulling this from. I'm sorry. I'm just like throwing numbers out there. Um, I believe that one of the things about New Leaf was that it had a really high. It, a lot of a lot of the people who bought that game were women. 
Um, and it was a system seller for a lot of women. They noticed after that game released um, on the 3DS that the attach rate uh, or that 3D, they, the ratio of like men to women um, who had purchased a 3DS started, you know, balancing out a little bit more as opposed to being skewed towards men. Um, and so I remember seeing very early on when a Switch came out that um, a breakdown of you know buyers by you know men or women. Um, and a lot of men had bought a switch, but the kind of the proportion of women who had purchased one was a lot lower. And so it is very much a game that speaks to a slightly different, like gendered audience. Right. And, well, I mean, it speaks to everybody, right? Like, like everybody's buying and playing Animal Crossing right now, but it definitely, it, it pulls a lot of people in who, um, you know, might not have picked up a switch before this point, but who will go on to play other games too. So basically, yeah, there's definitely people who are trying the game for the first time or trying Animal Crossing for the first time. Like, I think that's part of it. I think that, I think part of it is, I think New Horizons would always have kind of had this kind of craze around it, right? Because there were, there were already going to be a lot of people playing it, and it's the very first Animal Crossing title to have a direct line to social media, right? Like, we can just post screenshots. And I think right. that even if we weren't all quarantined COVID-19 nonsense, I think a lot of people would see those kinds of things on social media and be like, you know what, this looks fun. I'm going to give this a try. So yeah, I think the I think the numbers are up because of that, but I don't I don't think that's like the driver, right? Like I think Animal Crossing is just a popular game, and I think because it's unconventional, because it's not a Zelda, it's not a Mario, it's not like you know a shooty bang, right? Like it's it's a very different kind of game. It's a very slow, like you know, chill game about making friends and living just your best life, basically. And I think that causes some people to dismiss it a little bit out of hand, um, just like. In terms oh, of like kind of analysis and expectations, I mean, I think I think people just missed it before. I don't think they're dismissing it now. Um, but yeah, no, Animal Crossing, big game, sells a lot. And um, you know, for everything that the game does right, and I feel like it does ninety five percent of what of what it does right. There are a few after a month. There are a few gripes uh, that I've had, minor ones uh, that I've had, and I know some other people have shared. Um, and uh, I was kind of hoping we could we could talk about that a little talk about that a little bit um and for me like i think the number one thing that 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 gets to me is the the uh, the online infrastructure um i tend not to visit people's islands simply because it, it's just it's just a chore um you know like for example uh every time i want to uh visit my wife you know she plays a lot she's got like 120 hours in the game like she's played more animal crossing than i have and every time i want to visit her island i've got to get the i've got to get a dodo code from her she's got to stop what she's doing on her island uh so i can fly over and then when i'm ready to leave she has to stop doing what she's doing so i can fly back and as we have uh as i have found on our stgc community nights when we play animal crossing uh, when, when all of a sudden you've got eight or nine people wanting to go to an island, or like uh, it's it becomes basically a a ten minute waiting game for everybody to get there. And I understand why. I think I understand why they might have had to do it that way, but I I still I, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know enough about the 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 structure of the game online to to really to really say anything about that but i do know that it really discourages me from visiting people online and i wanted to see if either of you had experienced any of those same feelings yeah um i mean you don't need to know anything about the online like you don't need to know about the online infrastructure or the behind the scenes stuff because it doesn't matter really like it's not really an excuse when we have uh 
and I understand from what people have told me, this is a lot better than it's been previously in Animal Crossing. Um, but I mean, it's you know, it's 2020. We know Nintendo's a little bit behind the times, and this isn't to take away from all the great things the game does. Uh, but it doesn't really matter what the reason is. the The fact is, the user experience for someone like you or myself is that it's kind of a chore, like you said. Like, why do I? Why do we get interrupted? for every single departure when someone leaves the island, uh, instead of just a little message saying they've taken off. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then simple stuff, you know, I've got a list of... I, I don't want to be negative, I just, I have a list. I love the game so much, it's yeah, that the problems stand out so much more to me because there's such a stark contrast between the amazing stuff and the stuff that just kind of like... Ugh. So I, I do want to get to that stuff, but to, to kind of just touch on the multiplayer thing, which I does think does tie into the rest of the game's issues is a lot of it is simple menu UI stuff. And I I get that the entire game is meant to be taken leisurely and at a slow pace and stuff like that, but you can still design a game like that and not make the menu system really frustrating. For example, when you talk about the online stuff, I say, okay, I want to visit someone. And they're, how are you going to visit them? And I pick, oh, like local play instead of Dodo code. I can't just go back to the previous menu yeah. and change it to Dodo code. I have to exit the entire conversation yep. and then start it all over again. Uh, and it's just like, you know, and it's the same dialogue every time. So naturally people are mashing the buttons to just, it's not that I'm in a rush. It's just like, I don't need, like I've read this a thousand times. I just need to get to the Dodo code screen. And it's like this with pretty much every other conversation in the game too. Like one thing I've noticed is like, so, for example, why can I eat 10 turnips, something I would never want to do, but I can't eat, <laughs> I cannot eat 10 regular fruit, something I would often yeah. want to do? Or why can I only buy a bunch of five, and why is there just not an option to either buy a specific quantity, or how many bunches of five would you like to buy? I have to buy five, finish that transaction, and then buy, an, and like, sometimes I want to buy 50 things, so I'm there for like, literally like five minutes, going through the same conversation 10 times, and it's just like, I'm not in a rush, but this is just really, like, this isn't what I want to be doing. I want to be lo lounging around my island and actually building and planting stuff. I don't want to be just stuck in this conversation loop just trying to get the stuff to, to actually play the game. And that's just one example of, of a few things I think that um, definitely isn't a game-breaker, but it's just kind of like, there's got to be a better way to do this. Reb, what about you? Yeah, so I, I definitely agree with Jeff that the menuing in the UI is like a giant problem. Like that that's very irritating. Um, Jeff didn't mention crafting, which I think is another huge one. Um, I think mm -hmm. the ability to bulk craft would solve so many. Oh problems my god, yes. Um, I do want to go to bat at least a little bit for the online because I please I, I agree please. with you. I agree with you that the, the end result like I agree that the end result is that it's frustrating for for the player and that is not good. Right. Like, I, I obviously agree with that. I don't think it's fun to sit there and wait for, you know, nine other for eight other people to show up on an island going through this loading screen like over and over again. It's not great. I don't love it. But I I, I kind of recognize why why it, what, why what they are doing is challenging here. Right. Because it's not just that they have that they have a world that everybody can dynamically interact with. Right. It's not just the fact that they have this, you know, this this game world. That people, if you if one character digs a hole, everybody sees the hole, and then the hole gets filled in, and everybody sees that. Like it's not just that; it's the fact that every player that is coming in is bringing a bunch of data, a bunch of items, a, like a whole bunch of customization things. They're bringing all the information about themselves from their own island and putting it onto someone else's island, and then you've got eight or nine, you got eight other people doing that also. 
everybody's bringing all that information. The game has to like put all that together and make it make sense somehow. So like that, you know, the characters can react appropriately and everybody, you know, has, has everything they're coming in with. And then you come to this Island and you take stuff, right? Like you, you maybe go sell, you sell your turnips and you get money or you, you know, buy some items from the store or you get gifts or whatever. And all these things like go through this interchange and it's, it's fine when it's just self-contained within that world, but then you take all that stuff out with you. So there was an item, there was, I don't know, like a, I don't know, there's a tea set item on this island that was here. And then it was given to this player and it was in their inventory, which makes sense while they're there. But then they have to take it out of the world with them and into their own self-contained world. And both of those things, all of that has to work. And it all has to work all at the same time for as many people are as on that island. I don't know how to develop games, but that sounds really complicated to me. That sounds like it could present a lot of problems. And I think that as frustrating as it is, that it, it takes forever for things to lock, to go back and forth. And I think it, it is admittedly annoying. Like I know some people when they're trying to sell turnips, they have these days where like they go sell turnips and then something goes wrong with the online and they get kicked back to their own island and they still have their turnips. But I think the fact that we haven't seen anybody reporting like issues where they just lost all of their items or like their character got stuck and they're bugged out or just some kind of wild, horrible thing happened that, that hurt, like genuinely hurt their progress. Like if you, if you, if you sell your turnips and something goes wrong, you kick back to your island, you still have your turnips. You can go try again. But I think the fact that we haven't seen anybody have just these horrible incidents happen where everything gets deleted. That's kind of a testament to Nintendo prioritizing people having a, I don't want the, I want to say quality, but that's not quite the word I'm looking for because the loading screens aren't fun, but they're having, they're having a, I guess consistent non-buggy experience, but it takes they're a having to bit, prioritize it things. It takes a little bit longer, and I think we will see because this is an issue that people are complaining about. I think we will see the loading times go down in the future because people are very upset about it, and that seems like someplace like Nintendo. I don't think they're going to change the whole system around online, but I think we'll see the loading times cut down. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I respect yeah, the I, amount of work that it must take to do that, and so I'm I'm trying to be patient with that particular yeah. element of the game. Well, you know, in in a straight, it's ironic because you know a lot of people, including myself, are are you know unhappy about many elements of the game's online infrastructure. But on the flip side, this is the first game to make really good use of the Nintendo app on my smartphone. It's the first time I've actually used the Nintendo app on my smartphone for really anything, uh, and that I think is cool. These are a lot of these are still functions I think should be in the game itself. Uh, but at the same time, I, I can't complain about being able to do certain things from Animal Crossing on my phone when I don't have access to my Switch. And, and, and I think that is, I think that is pretty cool. Um, and it's something that I would like to see Nintendo kind of, you know, put into more games maybe, uh, because it's kind of ridiculous that it's been years since we've had this Nintendo online app and this is the first game to really make decent use of it. Um, and like honestly, my only prop, my like other than the online uh, uh bits, um, my only other problems with like my other, my only other major problems are one what what Reb said. Uh, there is no reason, in my opinion, we can't bulk craft certain things. Like if I want to make five wooden chairs, I've got to make a wooden chair. Then I've got to make a wooden chair. Then I got to make a wooden chair. Then I got to make a wooden chair. Then I got to make a wooden chair. God Why forbid can't I just you make... want to customize any of them too. Oh, oh yeah. Like that's, that that's, that's a whole other ball of wax Jeff right there. You have to back all the way out and then yeah. go all the, all way, the way out, there. all the way back out. And then, um, you know, I don't under, 
it seems like a minor issue, but I, 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 I kept expecting to be able to craft a chest, uh, to maybe like, I don't know, put, put, put out to, because it's, an, it, it's another, another annoying thing to me is having to g go inside my house every time I need, uh, you know, every, every time I need uh, extra materials or extra stone or extra clay, because there's only so many items, you know, that, that, that you can carry. And I wish there was a way to build some kind of an out, outdoor storage without having to. And I've seen a lot of players fence off a dedicated space to drop, you know, a, you know, a workbench and, you know, a wood and, you know, iron ore and stone and clay. But I, I feel like a much more elegant solution would just be to give us some kind of a chest we could craft to put in front of our house or put wherever we want, where that would give us easy access to all of our materials. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, that goes back to the problem of of Nintendo making us turn, you know, three different corners to get to a place that should be uh, pretty straightforward. And that, um, and just talking about the storage there, um, that touches on the the one other kind of medium issue I have with the game because I, I do want to get the negative stuff out of the way because I want to end on a positive because there's a, a lot of great Agreed. things about yeah. the game and there's I want to talk about some of that. far more positive than negative. Um, but so the you know I love that it works on the real time clock but the, similarly the problem with this is that not everyone operates on the same real time clock so the mm. issue that I have and I don't even have it that bad there you know there could be people worse is um, I start work at seven on, on weekdays. So with the bulk of my gaming time, as weird as this might sound to people, but I, I get up early because the time I have to play games when no one else is around is awake and I just have time to myself is 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. But I mean, nothing in the game is really open. Like Nook's Cranny is closed during that time. And I can't, I feel like I can't do that much because inevitably I'm going to be like picking stuff, harvesting my fruits and stuff like that. I can't sell anything. I don't really want to take it all back into my house or drop it all on the ground, like all my fish and stuff like that, and then pick it all back up later. But I also don't want to just drop it in the box and only get 80% of the value. So I end up kind of just playing for like 20 minutes till my inventory is full and then just shutting the game off and then logging back in at the end of the day for five minutes to sell it all. Um, and I'm just thinking about like, what about people who work night shifts or something like that, where all of their playing time all the time is during off hours and they really are never in the game when the shops open. So I, I just feel like again, it's like a simple like I appreciate that the shops have their set hours, but I wish there was a way to shift them slightly. Like maybe there just used a cute, to be. like a cute conversation with Timmy and Tommy. Like, oh, you know, how do you feel about our hours? Uh, and just like I, I don't know, I, I feel like it's it's possible. And Reb, did you say there used well, like, to be? We've added online. Okay. Yeah. Like you uh -huh. could. I can't remember what the milestone was, but after you reach like certain milestones. You mm -hmm. could talk to Isabel and you basically, because you were the mayor and you would basically enact an ordinance and you could pick one ordinance to enact. And there was, mm -hmm. there were, there were a bunch of different ones, like one prevented weeds from ever growing. Um, I don't remember what all the other ones were, but there were two of them. One was like early bird and the other one was night owl. And if you enacted mm -hmm. early bird, all the shops opened like a couple hours early and then they would also close a couple hours early. And yeah, which night is... owl was the same. Everything opened a little bit later and closed a little bit later. It didn't mm -hmm. like specifically shift it all the way into the night, but yeah. it would like solve problems like yours where, you know, presumably you could open shops at like six or seven AM and then they would just mm -hmm. close early. So yeah, I I kind of wonder if we will eventually see something like that. Okay, that's I, good I, to I, know that it was there before. It's just an interesting thing. I'm sure there's a design reason or, you know, maybe a something smarter people than us understand but probably uh, like i yeah. i would assume there's there's something going on mm -hmm. with uh with the way this game is online and the fact that people who live across the world are in different time zones mm -hmm. um i i think 
that and, and the fact that you know people can have visitors to their islands that i i feel like there might be some some technological issues there that are hard for nintendo to overcome uh that would be something that would be not or like if that's not possible uh let people do like i don't know have uh maybe have timmy and tommy do online shopping you know like hey we've we've uh, you know now you can shop directly from your nook phone just open the open the nooks corner app john there and- is an app to to actually shop yes. from from Nook's Corner Not online. Not from Nook's though? Cranny, but you can shop. Or Nook's Cranny. You can buy any items you want and have what? Not not from Nook's Cranny, but there's an app mm-hmm. that you can get. It's it basically just works like the terminal in the in I, oh, wow. services where you just open your app at any time and you can buy, you can only buy things that are in your catalog, so it has to be stuff that you have mm-hmm. had before. So, okay. Yeah, you can just buy huh. Oh, okay. I guess we don't have that yet. But you can just go to the terminal in, in the resident services, yeah. though, and do it. Like, you don't have to. You get the app eventually. Yeah, but I think like, you get the app after you've ordered, like, a certain amount of things or something. Okay. Okay. See, I haven't ordered much from the uh, mm-hmm. from the, from the Nook's terminal. Um, you know, I mostly just get uh, Nook Miles tickets so I can get, get resources. I <laughs> so. order whatever the KK Slider album is every day. <laughs> I was doing good, and then I missed a couple days, and now I'm kind of like, I don't know. I was just buying because it rotates each day, and now I'm like, oh, man. I don't remember what I have and what I don't. I need to start compiling a list or a spreadsheet or something to figure out what I'm missing. So let's uh, let's close this out on a positive note. Yeah, I feel like we haven't talked about anything we like um, about the game. God. Let's go. Um, Reb, Reb, what is, Reb, why do you, you know what? I'm going to make it super simple. Why do you love Animal Crossing? Uh, what is it about this game that you love? It, honestly, it, it speaks, uh, it just speaks to me. Like it is. This is the game of my soul. Animal Crossing is the game that, like, fairly accurately reflects what is going on, like, in my heart at all times. It's, like, this, it's this lovely natural world. I, you've, I mean, you've, I don't know if you've seen my island lately. Um, there are just too many flowers. Like, I am at the point where there are actually too many. Like, I'm trying to shoot down balloons, and I can't because the present's just gonna land in so many flowers, and so I have to, like, maneuver around them it's like a problem how many flowers there are um but it's just like this gorgeous like natural world um you can i love the customization i love design elements in games like i love being able to i'm I'm very bad at like visual stuff i'm very bad at customization making things pretty but i enjoy doing it and so like i can just i can decorate however i want and i can just spend time doing that i can just sit there and spend time focusing on it um and it's not it's not in a hurry and i it's it's always waiting for me like i i had kind of the impulse that a lot of people had at the beginning uh when this game came out to just burn through it i did burn through some elements of it but like i have a lot of days where i'll just be playing for like my hour in the morning or whatever and i'll be thinking oh i need to do this i need to like build this road here i need to move these houses here i need to do this and this and this and then i have to like stop every time and think no i don't have to do any of that and if i want to i could do it today i could do it tomorrow i could do it next month i could do it next year like it doesn't matter um the game like there's no benefit to that except that i see my vision enacted so it's encouraged me to slow slow down and take my time and the other thing that i love about it aside from just kind of having this like customizable space that's like beautiful and enjoyable to be in is i love the characters um i think animal crossing presents really interesting um spaces for emergent gameplay um the thing that I have always loved and the thing that makes me play for long periods of time, like over like years and stuff, because I played New Leaf on and off for years. I played Wild World on and off for years, um, is the fact that you have these villagers moving to your town and you very slowly over time build friendships with them. And even though they all, they're pulling from like a whole giant pool of possible dialogue options, but within certain constraints and certain rules, those dialogue options are randomized. Like you never really, like you're going to get like kind of weird mashes of things 
like one day some guy will be talking about eating lots and lots of pizza or whatever and all these other things. But as a result, you end up kind of creating stories in your head to explain why they're like this and why they do these things and how they relate to you. So one of my favorite stories that I like to tell is from New, is from New Leaf. Um, I had Cherry in my town, and Cherry is a goth dog. Um, she's really cool. <laughs> she's, like, she's, she's one of my favorites. I really wanted her to move back in. Um, and I also had a cow. I think his name was Vic. He was, he was like a fairly new resident. I hadn't really gotten to know him yet. Um, and so one time, like you can walk, you can walk past, sometimes when they pass each other, um, outside the characters in your town will start having conversations and you can kind of watch them play out with just like their little emotes, or you can actually talk to them and hear what the conversation is. So I talked to them and I heard the conversation and Sherry and Vic had a fight. Like they were yelling at each other. They were so mad. Um, Mm. and it was just, it, it was, they both walked off real steamed and I was like, oh, okay, well that stunk. So then the next day, I turned on New Leaf, and Vic was moving out. He was in boxes. And I was like, okay, well, bye. I didn't know you were leaving, but you weren't here for very long. Okay. And so Vic left, and then, like, two days later, I turned on the game again, and Sherry had sent me a letter. And I opened the letter, and she had attached a gift. And I opened the gift, and it was a cow skull. Oh my god. That series of events, the argument, Vic moving, and then the cow skull being sent to me, all of that was random. Like the argument is just one of like a pool of different conversations they can have. Like it was just picked randomly. Vic moving, he had probably already been like my game had probably already decided he was gonna move anyway. Um and he was just on his way out. And then the cow skull, like they can send you all kinds of things. It just pulled a random item out of a list somewhere and sent it to me. All that, totally random. But the fact that it came together and coalesced into this really interesting story that I told myself, and I was like, wow, Cherry just awesome. She, she killed Vic. She killed Vic and sent me his she, skull. Wow. <laughs> like, that's exactly what that's she exactly did. That's exactly what she did. Like, and so I love things like that. I love these weird little emergent stories. And that's why people get so attached to certain villagers, because they have these, like, little relationships that they build with them. I have already on my island, I had an incident where Bob showed up, Everybody loves Bob. Bob is like a super popular villager. Um, he's like this purple cat. He's, I don't remember what personality he is, but to me, he, I feel like he's like a, like a third grader. He's just like a kid. He's very ridiculous. Anyway, he wanted to move shortly after he got there and I had barely gotten to know him. And I was like, Hey, no, don't leave. Like, I, I really want to get to know you. So, so I kept him around. And then like a couple hours later, I'm walking around on the beach and I see Bob like walking on the beach with a bug net and he's looking kind of pensive. Um, and his the the way the camera angle is, his back is to the camera, um, so I can't see what's in front of him. So I start to walk up to him, and a tarantula runs at me from in front of him. And it looks like, I'm sure what, it, what was actually happening was he was facing down a tarantula and getting ready to try to catch it with his net. But what it looked like is it looked like he threw a tarantula at me. That's exactly <laughs> what it looked like. And so, like, I just now have this story of Bob being this, like, kid prankster. Who's just and so trying, now as, that story is canon on your yeah, island now. Bob threw a tarantula at me once. He's a jerk. <laughs> he can leave. <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, that's why I love Animal Crossing. No, that's fantastic, Reb. Um, and yeah, like that's. Uh, I mean, this is why I love video games. Uh, period. Because you know, uh, when a game comes along that lets us craft our own narrative, even if that's not necessarily what happened in the game, if you know a happy you know uh, chain of events uh, occur. Uh, you know, on and like in a game like Animal Crossing, where there is no overall storyline, there is no overall narrative structure. It's just a series of events that happen. When things like that happen, uh, happen over time, and they all kind of stack up on each other, you can just say, okay, that is that is the story of my island. Like that is that is a story that happened, and and it, it's unique to my island. 
Um, Jeff, what about you? What is what is something that you love about Animal Crossing? What do you love about it? Uh, a lot. Yeah, I got, I got a, lot, a lot of things I love about it. Um, and uh, some of that is shared with what Reb said. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> just hear me out. I'm gonna get a little uh, raised eyebrows from a next comparison, but okay, I please. I play I do play a wide variety of games, but especially lately. I seem to just only have the energy to play really guided triple A story-based games where I kind of just like watching an action movie. So like, I don't, it doesn't require a lot of like, uh, like mental energy. I can kind of just almost like watching a movie or I can kind of just like tune this in and get this really huge bombastic story with amazing visuals and stuff like that. And I love those games, uh, you know, like any Sony first party stuff, um, or like Final Fantasy VII Remake, to which to extend is a lot like that. But I also like games like Reb said that let me kind of create my own story. And here's where I might lose people, but uh, I feel the same way about Animal Crossing as I do about Minecraft and actually a lot of Bethesda games. Now, Bethesda games get uh, kind of ribbed sometimes for the bugs and the weird shit and the quality control, and they deserve all that. But similarly, I can boot up Skyrim. I can take... Uh, I, I have my own house in there and I can take items. I can place them on a table in there. I can place them on a mountaintop across the map <laughs> and I can go back there like a year yeah. later and it's still there. So like I just have this freedom. Uh, my character doesn't really have a defined personality. I can kind of just craft my own stories. I can, again, a little different than Animal Crossing. I can go kill an NPC or and take their house or run their shop or something like I just have this complete freedom to and this world that's just basically my playground and I can do whatever I want in it and be whoever I want. And uh, I feel a lot of that in Animal Crossing where uh, my character, I can project my own set of traits to them and kind of in my head create a relationship between them and all the other residents on the island. And similarly, I have that same freedom to put what I want, where I want, do what I want on any given day. With no rush, like I'm not going to miss out on anything. Um, but the other thing I love about the game, and I'm sure it'll run out eventually, is I'm just astonished how much is in this game. Every time I think oh, I've yeah. learned all the recipes, I haven't even come close. Like, there's all these items, there's surprises all the time. Like, I just found out during this podcast, uh, Reb said I'm going to get an app for my phone that lets me order stuff directly. Uh, just yesterday, I got an expansion to Nook's Cranny, which I had no idea was coming. Uh, apparently there's a museum expansion there's and now that we're in the age of live games and live updates and i think i just read something either this morning or yesterday like uh, nintendo devs actually kind of officially addressed this is that their hope is to constantly add new things and keep these surprises coming for years um in this game is is just like amazing this is the perfect fit for this style uh of service delivery and i love that i can still boot this up a year from now and be as surprised as i am today uh, and just, yeah, the, just the amount, uh, the scope of the game is, it seems small at first. And then when you start digging in and look at the quality um, and the detail of so much stuff on the island and all of the items that you receive, the animated flooring and wallpaper, I've only gotten one so far, but it's the coolest, it's the oh, coolest I, I thing. I love that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so all of that stuff, I just, it, and it just makes the experience so much more enjoyable. I think, um, no, and I agree with almost pretty much all of that, Jeff, and, and everything that, that that you said as well, Reb. What I'll add is that right now, like for the past month, I feel like my life has had no structure, um, you know, and, and, and that's 
I mean, that's not my fault. That's just, you know, being limited to uh, being. <laughs> oh, nice. That's just uh, that's just being limited to, uh, you know, st- I mean, social distancing and, and staying indoors. There's a lot of things that I would like to do that I can't do right now. Um, and I find that waking up in the morning and, you know, watering my flowers and basically doing my chores, uh, you know, watering my flowers, catching, you know, catching bugs, uh, you know, pulling weeds, which I, I always do. I like a weed free island. Uh, um, well, weeds isn't yeah, anyway. Uh, I like a weed free island. Uh, I like, uh, <laughs> I like to clean my beach of shells. I like to, um, yeah, I like to go around and have conversations with my villagers I, I love that the game gives me that sense of structure that I've been missing. Um, uh, it gives me a daily routine. Even if that daily routine is virtual, it's still something that I, it's still a checklist that I can wake up to and think to myself, okay, this is what I have to do today. It may be an animal crossing, but there are things that I have, there are things that I have to do today, things that I would like to accomplish today. And once I get those done, it gives me a feeling of, of, you know, okay, I, I I woke up this morning with a list of chores I wanted to accomplish. I have accomplished those. I have done something productive today. Even though I, I sat down and held the switch in my hands the whole time, I was being productive. Uh I was cleaning things up. I was I was I was nurturing my plants. I was talking to villagers. I was building relationships. I was and um and you know we've you know we've talked about the online and, and our problems with it, but also the online in, in Animal Crossing is also wonderful because it lets you, I mean, I love visiting, I, when I do visit people's islands, I love just walk, wandering around and looking at what they've created. Uh, and, uh, and, and players have gotten so creative with what they've done uh, uh, on their islands. And I love seeing that output of creativity, uh, especially in the times we live in right now. Um, you know, it's people have created really, really marvelous things on their islands. And, and I love seeing, I, I love seeing just how clever people can be. And I think Animal Crossing really, really is a great showcase for ingenuity, uh, and, and creativity. And that's one of the things that I love about this game. It brings so many wonderful things to the table, but for me, that sense of structure and wonder, uh, and, uh, and just seeing just what the human mind is capable of. Uh, is is what really is the the big draw for me in regards to Animal Crossing. Um, so we're we're getting close to forty five minutes, and I, I feel like we've we've kind of talked a lot about uh, what we love and what we didn't love about Animal Crossing. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see, I think, how this game looks a year from now, uh, what the player base looks like, what what sort of features Nintendo has added. Um, and what, and, and what sort of, uh, hidden things have we not, like, I just learned that there's an LCD, like, like a flat screen television the other day. I did not know that there was one in the game and now I desperately need one for my living room. (laughs) Um, I need a flat screen television for my living room, Jeff. And, uh, I, I just, I need it. And, uh, so I'm really looking forward to, uh, digging up, uh, further secrets that are waiting for us, uh, in the, in the trees of Animal Crossing. What, what new toilet, what new piece of furniture is going to float down in the form of a leaf from this tree? And I think that's one of the things that keeps me coming back. Uh, before we go, um, can I just pay one more compliment to the game? Of course. Uh, one of course. More <laughs> yeah. Please, please, both um, of you. I, I talked a lot about kind of making your own stories, making your own fun, but I also, I worry that that does a disservice to uh, the actual crafted stuff in the game. And, you know, I talked about the attention to detail and some of the items and stuff like that. But I just want to say the writing in these games, especially this one, is excellent. It has such a distinct yeah. style and sense of humor. Uh, 
and it's it is hilarious like I still hear Christine cackling upstairs every day for something that someone said to her, something she read. Um, and I just want to make sure that that gets recognized because it's not easy to to write kind of a, a simple game like this in a, in a manner like that. But uh, yeah, all the characters have such a quirky personality and I am constantly caught off guard by some of the things they say sometimes. Yeah, me too. I love and Reb, what about you? Um, I just wanted to we we both talked about what we love about Animal Crossing, or we've all talked about that, but I just want to say this is a good ass video game. This is a it really, really is. good video game if that wasn't apparent. Like it is so well done. And I think the thing that I think about it a lot is that it is a very much exactly what it should have been. Like, yes, there there are a few little like quality of life things, but just on the whole, broadly, the Animal Crossing New Leaf, I think, what was that, twenty 12, 2013, whatever year that was. That 2013. Was a while yeah. ago. Um, we've been waiting for this for a long time. And I think New Horizons, it was worth the amount of time that it took to finally get it out mm-hmm. here. Like it, I agree. It is absolutely everything that we have already loved about Animal Crossing um, kind of fulfilled on the Switch with some new things, with some new social elements, with more items that I couldn't just like even fathom. <laughs> Um, and not only that, but you know, there, there are some people complaining that, oh, this thing isn't here. Well, this thing isn't here guys. It's, it's coming. I do, I do not normally have that level of confidence, um, in games to eventually update and especially games from Nintendo, but gosh, we are getting, we are going to get Brewster. We are going to get all of the cast of characters that we have seen and loved before for previous games. They will all make it somehow. I promise. And we are going to have more items. We will get our froggy chair. All of those things are going to show up. I am not remotely worried that they will not make it because it seems like Nintendo knows. Nintendo knows they have a gem here and they know that they can keep throwing live updates because this is a game, this isn't a game that, I mean, like take Luigi's Mansion 3, which is a great game, truly. Um, But that is a game that you buy and you play for X amount of hours and then you are done with Luigi's Mansion 3. And that's good. Good, Good job. It's a great game. Animal Crossing, this game is meant to be played all year round. They will still be supporting it a year from now, and they will still be supporting it two years from now because people will be playing through the seasons for the second time around. This is a game that will last a really, really long time, and I really they they were fairly committed to supporting New Leaf. Like they were still adding items to the game like two, three years after it had launched, and that was pretty good. And then they had the the Welcome Amiibo update too, which was a pretty big one, fairly late in the down the road too, which was sort of wild. They will support this for a long time. If there is something that you want that you do not see in this game that should have been here, I, I guarantee you it's going to show up. And it's gonna that be, is it's incredible. This is an incredible like feat of design and development. I think that there are things going on in this game that are extremely challenging to make work well in a game, and they just pull it off. And it's just it's lovely to look at. It's nice. It feels nice. It just feels nice. I feel only nice when I play it. I want... <sighs> And and I'll you know what I'll yeah. I'll throw one, one more positive thing and it's a little thing but but to me it's huge you know I I deal with pretty crippling anxiety and depression sometimes and you know it well all the time and uh it, you know sometimes it could cause you know uh I've already got problems with you know like you know I get angry way too easily and it's hard for me to come down from that sometimes uh, I take offense to things way too easily. And it's hard for me to come down from that sometimes. And there is a Zen quality to Animal Crossing where I will just, I've got my little, what I call my thinking corner. Uh, and I put a stone, basically it's just a little stone stool. There's a point at the top of my island where it's, I've, I have built nothing. It's just a point on the beach. And uh, there's a few trees around there. And I will sit on my thinking stool and just uh, turn my headphones up and listen to the wind blow through the trees. 
and uh and i have done that literally for up to an hour just done nothing but put my switch in my lap lay down close my eyes and uh, just listen to the wind blow through the trees and it is so calming and relaxing to me um and uh that that is what i that is something that i i really value uh, about Animal Crossing is the fact that I, 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 you know, people's experiences may be different, but I find it very therapeutic. Uh, I leave it running while I work sometimes. I'll just sit in on my desk and just, I'll put my character, I'll like sit around a bench or something and I'll just like listen to the music change and yeah. the wind. And I couldn't do that mm-hmm. during Bunny Day because there were constantly balloons going by, but. Oh, uh, yeah. Like we didn't, we don't yeah. Even talk oh. about Bunny Day. Yeah, we don't. It's, funny, it's well funny, documented funny was, already. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't feel like we're, we would bring anything new to that conversation. Uh, but no, this has been great. This is exactly what I needed. Uh, I was I was uh, really wanting to talk about Animal Crossing with uh, two other friends who love it as much as I do. And uh, I think we've accomplished that. So uh, Reb and Justin, or Jesus, Justin, Reb and Jeff. Uh, I, was thinking about jo- I was thinking about Justin for a minute. Uh, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Every name with a J uh, yeah. is the same. Pretty yeah, I get it all the time too. Uh, thank you so much for taking time out on Saturday to uh, to talk with me about Animal Crossing. I, I really appreciate it, and of course, I just love talking with both of you in general. It was great. I'm gonna go plant some shrubs right after this. I'm gonna go play. I haven't should... played yet this morning. I gotta go play. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, out there, hey, please throw us a, uh, a some likes or maybe a follow on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash official SDGC. We also have our Discord. Uh, we've got over 240 people in there now. Uh, there's a lot of people in there. It's super positive. Uh, we, we try to keep it light in there, uh, and especially in these times. So please feel free to join us. And of course, we always go live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and until then, it's not always poetry. and We don't always agree, but we always keep it real. So take care of each other. Uh, wash your hands. Stay hydrated. Uh, wear a mask outside. And be good to each other. See you later. <laughs>